Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe, and I'm so glad you joined me for the Lord's Word of God today. And today we're going to have a study on can you lose your soul to the devil? Many people believe that once they have said the prayer of repentance and they have been baptized, they automatically get to go to heaven. And so we're going to look at some scriptures in regards to that. So today, brothers and sisters, if you brought your Bibles, please turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 15. And what this first passage is about is the prodigal son. You all know the story. Uh, he goes to his father and he asks for his inheritance early. And so he leaves his dad and his brother and he goes and he spends all the money prodigally uh, in a reckless way, sinning along the way. And so we'll pick it up reading in verse 21. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servant, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. And reading verse 24, for this my son was dead and is alive again. You see, brothers and sisters, when he was a sinner and a prodigal son, he was considered dead. That's going to hell, brothers and sisters. If you are found in that state, if you're a prodigal son or daughter at the time that Jesus comes to take his church or he just comes to take you. But we read here that God is merciful and loving. And if that person repents genuinely in their heart, ask for forgiveness with remorse and comes back to the father and lives for him and makes proper changes to serve him again. God will bring you back into the kingdom, into the fold, and he will celebrate as he does here. And he will say, you were dead, but now you're alive again. Amen? Amen. So the next passage we'll go to is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 25, and we'll start reading verse 14. And this is Jesus talking, and he's going to give a parable. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and, and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one, and to each according to his own ability. You see, the Holy Spirit, when you become saved, gives spiritual gifts to each one of us. And some of us may have five spiritual gifts, another two, and in this case, another one. And those spiritual gifts are to be used to bear fruit, to bring other people to Christ, to know Jesus. And so now we'll start reading verse 19. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And so he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. 
Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful in a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. You see, brothers and sisters? So he took those spiritual gifts he had and he bared fruit. He brought others to Christ. And God is well pleased with him. And those are the the words we want to hear. Amen? Amen. And so the one that received two did the same thing. He doubled them. And the Lord tells them the same thing. Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and I went and hid your talent into the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant. Brothers and sisters, we do not want to hear those words. Do not be lazy. And he calls them wicked too. Remember, the servants are believers in Christ. When you become a servant of the Lord, you are a disciple of Christ. That was the Great Commission. And it is your duty and love for your neighbor, brothers and sisters, to do what you can to bring them to salvation. You don't want them to go to hell. If you love them as yourself, you wouldn't want yourself to go to hell, right? Right. So don't be that lazy servant. I'm reading from verse 30. The Lord says, And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, and there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That means he went to hell, brothers and sisters. When you become a servant of the Lord, You've got to serve him by bearing fruit and using those gifts that God had given you or gift, whichever it is, and do what you can to bring your brothers and sisters and strangers and relatives to Christ, to salvation. And now we'll move to the book of Luke. And Jesus gives another parable reading from verse six. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of his vineyard, look, for three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? But he answered and said to him, sir, let it alone this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well, but if not, after that, you can cut it down. So now here, the Lord is looking at this tree, which is someone, a person who has given his life to Jesus, has said the prayer of repentance, has been baptized in the name of Jesus. And they were walking with the Lord but they stopped bearing fruit. They stopped speaking about Jesus to other people. Maybe they're ashamed. Maybe they're worried that the people won't like them. Maybe they think they won't get invited to parties. Wrong move, brothers and sisters. You see, God is long suffering. That means he's patient. If we stray like the prodigal son 
or here, if we stray, we're not trying to share Jesus with other people. We're not giving testimonies and praising God and Jesus for our healing, for our home, for our new job. We're not telling people that they need to change and repent so that they too can go to heaven. And we stopped doing that for three years. God is not happy. And he gives them three years. But then the pastor goes and says, Lord, Jesus, give them a little more time. Let me water the plant. Let me preach to them. Let me share Jesus with them. Give them another year. The Lord says, okay, give them another year. But after that, brothers and sisters, he cuts it down. In Matthew 7, 19, it says, Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cast down and thrown into the fire. Brothers and sisters, that is hell. No doubt about it. So you have to continue walking with Jesus in obedience and also serving him by a disciple of Christ, trying to bring others to Jesus. Amen? Amen. So now turn with me to the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 26. And it reads, For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. Now, brothers and sisters, the sacrifice was Jesus dying on the cross for you and me for the remission of sins so we could get saved. There's no other way to get saved. But here he's telling us that if you willfully sin after you became saved, there's no longer a sacrifice for sin for you. That means you're going to go to hell. And what it means is to willfully sin is to go back to sinning the way you did before you got saved, before you went to the altar and asked God in your heart and believed in him, before you got baptized in the name of Jesus before you repented and changed from your evil ways and renewed that mind of yours, that carnal mind, so that you could walk with Jesus and he filled you with the Holy Spirit and you started to get better and better in grace and grow in grace and sin less and less because that's what we do as Christians. Amen? Amen. We run the race to win and we get better and better like climbing a ladder to heaven. And if we fall, he lifts us up and we get back on that ladder and we climb even harder and faster. Mm. But if for whatever reason we let that devil in and we go back to sinning the way we did before we got saved and that is perpetually sinning all the time, there's no longer a sacrifice for sins and if you die like that, you're going to hell. I don't care if you got baptized. I don't care if you have faith. In James, it says, even the demons believe and are trembling because they know they're going to hell. Do you understand? So that's another way where the devil can steal your salvation. Don't let it happen to you. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 13. Jesus gives a parable of seeds. And here we're going to read about a seed that falls out in some thorns. We're reading verse 22. Now he who received seed among the thorns 
is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. And he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, sixtyfold, and thirty. So we want to land on the good soil and keep bearing fruit, brothers and sisters. And we will be saved when Jesus comes in the sky for his church or when he decides to take you. But the ones that go on the thorns, they get choked. They choke the Holy Spirit out of them. And here it's talking about riches. Riches, brothers and sisters. Scripture says it's harder for a rich man to make it into heaven than a camel to go through an eye of a needle. And the disciples say, well, who's going to be saved that's rich? And he says, well, nothing's impossible for God. So God can save a rich man, but there's very few that make it. And here what happens is, as this person who is saved, he puts riches in, in front of God. His mindset is make money, make money, not serve God. And it becomes an idol. And we know from the old text, nothing angers God more than idol worship. And if you put anything ahead of God, and here it's money, takes a lot of good people down. Don't let it happen to you. And Matthew 6, 24 reads, you cannot serve God and money. Okay? It's like oil and water. It doesn't mix. He says, you'll either hate one and love the other or love the one and hate the other. You can't serve God and the devil. You cannot serve God and money. So don't let the devil steal your soul and having your mind set on money instead of saving souls. Especially if you're a pastor. It happens to many good pastors. They start off good. And they start making money. And then there's, they want to serve God by making money instead of saving souls. One last passage. Turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 3 and we'll read verse 9. And even now the axe is laid at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So brothers and sisters, remember the tree that didn't bear good fruit. It didn't bear any fruit for three years. And then another year it's watered and it doesn't bear fruit. He cuts it down. In that passage, he also says, why does he take up space on my ground? And that's how he looks at it. You're taking up space on his earth. He can kill you and put a baby in your spot and he will. If you do not turn your life around and follow Jesus. All right, brothers and sisters. So always remember to keep your mind on the Lord and all will be well with you.